everybody to ransom here for demands that I think uh, will be settled soon. Well, still try and get in touch with uh, Jack Bloom, but uh, that was him speaking to one of our sister shows. Now, um, the National Education Health and Allied Workers Union, NEHAO, says that getting the military health personnel to help with autopsy backlogs in Gauteng mortuaries is not a sustainable arrangement. Spokesperson for the union, uh, Kaya Klaba, joins us on the line now to give us their position. Mr. Klaba, good morning and thanks for your time. Good morning to you and good morning to Venus at home and thank you for the opportunity. Let me start with what the DA's uh, Jack Bloom says. He says that the strike is illegal. Do you concur? First of all, there's no strike here. I don't know what he's talking about. The DA has never been pro-working uh, class, has never been on the side of the workers who are predominantly black in this case. And I think they are entering this thing without uh, enough knowledge to, to contribute uh, effectively. So I think they're using it for populist uh, reasons. That's why they're entering this thing, but not uh, in any way to provide any solutions. There was no strike here. Workers are not on strike. Workers are not on a go slow. Workers simply refuse to do aeroscope work. So that is not a strike. It's just workers doing work that they're not supposed to be doing in the first place. Work that had not been remunerated for. So I don't know what, why they decide to call it a strike. I'm, I'm, I'm still flabbergasted. So you say workers are now deciding not to do what's not in their job description. What are some of the duties that they used to perform which they now refuse to perform? Well, in, 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 in the mortuaries, their only duty is to pick up the body and put it on top of the operating table. The doctor would then come and perform the, the, the post-mortem. Of course, from time to time, then the doctor would ask the worker to maybe hold a hand if he wants to cut somewhere in the hand. And then after he's done with the body, then they take a body away. But they're not supposed to be cutting or doing any post-mortem. But because they've been working there for some time and they've experienced in this line of work, they've been doing the work and they've not been getting paid for it. So that's why worker then said to the department, if you are doing the work and you're benefiting from us and there's a shortage, why are you not renominating us for it? Why are you not taking us for training? Why are we not uh, getting training so that you can register with the relevant body and get qualifications so that you can do the, 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 the work on, 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 on a legal basis and the department has been uh, training the state in, in, in those recommendations and that is why workers have decided not to do the work that is out of their scope. What about um, the administrative part of it? Is, uh, does that form part of your duties and have your members been doing that? Yes, our members have been doing that. The only work that they have not been doing is work that is out of their scope. Anything else that they're supposed to be doing, they have been doing. So you can't necessarily say it's a strike because workers are at work. When we are striking, we're actually forming a pocket line outside of the gates of the of the premises of the employer. So we've not been doing that. Workers have been uh, reporting for duty and have been willing to do what they uh, are supposed to be doing. In fact, one of the recommendations that we put to the department in, in moving forward was that while we're trying to sort out the issue of the shortages and, and, and the, 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 blow, the, the, the um the, the, the bodies that have not been able to, 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 to be taken away by their loved ones, workers should be allowed to do the work. It's not that workers don't want to do the work, but now they should, they should be done with the supervision of a qualified doctor and that workers in the meantime would then would have to be trained. So 
workers have been uh, very assisting in in, 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 in in this regard. So it, it, it's very sad to hear that the DA would come with a popular stance and say that workers are striking and they, they're not willing to work. So you'd, uh, you did say it's a go slow, did you? No, I did not say it's a go slow. It's not. It's neither a go slow nor is it a strike. Because when you go slow, you're not actually working. But it's not a go slow in the sense because you're not doing work that is not out of your... Uh, of your scope, which is not part of your job description. If you're doing work that you're supposed to be doing, then that doesn't count as a strike or a go slow. So how long is this situation uh, going to continue for Mr. Tlaba? Well, we, we had a meeting with the department last week Thursday where we presented our, our, our recommendations and the department has said uh, they would meet with other MECs from all other provinces and the Minister of Health yesterday to, 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 to uh, interrogate our recommendation and, and come up with a way forward. But as the union, of course, we're available today, we're available tomorrow, we're available anytime to try to find a solution so that we can deal with the current impasse now is forever available to, to try and, 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 and deal with the situation. So if they come back today and say that they've interrogated our condemnation and they want to move forward, then we're available, would 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 greatly assist. Well, Mr. Kaba, thanks so much for your time this morning. And that was Kaya Kaba, a spokesperson for the union Nahau. Now, um, of course, we are concerned about how this is impacting on families. And um, uh, one of the issues that we spoke about last week was religious and cultural sensitivities, especially. Now, the Muslim Lawyers Association has, in the meantime, secured an interdict in the Johannesburg High Court to force the Department of Health to urgently perform a post-mortem on the body of Mohammed Bayat. The 28-year-old Bayat passed away on the 9th of this month and was supposed to be buried um, within 24 hours, according to Muslim religious rights. The lawyer representing the association, uh, Yusha Kiob, uh, joins us on the line now to tell us more. Uh, Yusha, thanks for your time this morning. Good morning. So uh, tell us uh, again uh, with regard to what you have noticed going to the mortuaries. What is the situation actually like as someone who has been working with this closely? Yeah, so, no, no, I haven't been to the mortuary. I, uh, I you know, just got the, the, the information out of my clients because they've been frequenting it in order to try and get the body released. And uh, what are they telling and, you? Well, essentially, they were simply being told, we'll get to your body, we'll get to your body, we'll get to your body. There was no other information. And this created even more anxiety because uh, in the case of Mohammed Bayat, uh, it's a suspected suicide, and that of its own had a serious impact on the family. Uh, combined with the fact that in terms of Muslim law, I don't know where you get the 24-hour provision, but uh, the point quite simply with Muslim law is that the body must be placed into the grave as soon as possible after the, the death because the ruh, the soul, that which God gives life through, is taken away and the soul must be, and the body must be returned to the soil from, from, from which it was created. So it's as soon as possible, <clears throat> and uh, you know we just we they the family was simply being told we'll get to your body, we'll get to your body, we'll get to your body, and because we were literally at day six or day seven after the body had not been released to the family, um, we brought the application to expedite the, the post mortem, and we were you know we had a sympathetic state attorney, we had a sympathetic judge, uh, and and we had the cooperation of 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 of. Professor, uh, a pathologist professor who was willing to assist in the process. So, you know, it then got expedited and we were able to, to bring the urgent application on Saturday morning. 
have the post-mortem done sort of midday Saturday and buried the, the, the deceased on Saturday night at 9 o'clock. So all of it happened in a day uh, after we brought the urgent application. So there is capacity. Uh, but I also think that, that we, we as an association need to try and get involved with the department and, and, and the workers to try and resolve their problems so we, we can avoid urgent applications uh, in totality. So was the body of the late Mohammed Bayat the only one that you uh, got the interdict for? Yes, that's, you see, we were instructed by his family. Uh, obviously, we were aware of the situation in the mortuary, having read the newspaper. Uh, but we only had the right authority to represent uh, Mohammed Bayat and, and Mohammed Bayat's family, well, Mohammed Bayat through his family. So we didn't receive any instructions from any other person. There were two others that were brewing on Thursday evening, but they seemed to have resolved themselves early Friday morning. So, so we didn't have to de- do anything there. Uh, we only did the Mohammed Bayat application because we were approached by the family to assist. Well, thank you so much, uh, Yusha Kayab, uh, and he represents the Muslim Lawyers Association and uh, giving us an indication of uh, what families have to resort to in order to get the bodies of their loved ones uh, to be buried. And uh, listening to all of this is uh, Khutso Rabutata, who's the spokesperson for the Health MEC. And uh, I believe that we have the MEC herself rather than spokesperson Khutso Rabutata. Uh, Dr. Gwen Ramakhupa, nice speaking to you again. Uh, good morning, uh, is it Katua? Yes, it is. Yes, and good morning to the So, Dr. Ramahupa, since we last spoke, it would seem as though um, the measures that were taken to try and alleviate the situation, that is by bringing in um, military personnel, uh, hasn't really worked that well because the bodies we understand are continuing to pile up. Uh, I must say that uh, I have been in touch with uh, Yusuf, who has just spoken to you now, and uh, I think there were quite a number of um, other uh, people from the Muslim faith families who requested intervention. What we explained was that uh, uh, there is uh, uh, also community uh, families who have been camping at uh, the uh, facilities, and uh, there are also those that do other cultural um, activities and all that. And that uh, uh, what we've been doing, if uh, families were prepared to postpone, we would then, uh, you know, put them at the back and all that. We've been able to help two of his clients. And uh, there's one family that uh, we couldn't, um, uh, who came much later than the other. Uh, and I want to send my apologies and uh, my regrets uh, uh, and condolences to the families affected. I know that there is inconvenience. Uh, makes the pain uh, not uh, any easier. Uh, The military uh, personnel uh, have assisted uh, quite significantly, otherwise we would not have uh, at all uh, been able to assist those that were assisted. And uh, secondly, that uh, even uh, the the pathologists themselves, medical the the doctors themselves, have been working long hours, and uh, even over the, the whole weekend they were working, uh, to try and assist the public. So we'll continue uh, with that measure, but today uh, we expect that uh, all our uh, pathology officers uh, should uh, uh, con- should uh, should also be considerate, but also in addition to that, they must uh, appreciate that we have done everything possible uh, to meet them halfway, and in particular, 
to ensure that uh, to ensure that uh, the demands that they had or the concerns they had uh, uh, have been dealt with, except one which we agreed is a national matter, and national is seized to that. So I'm imploring all our workers to resume their full duties uh, so that uh, we can be able to assist uh, the bereaved families and uh, also be able to serve uh, the interests of justice uh, because uh, only unnatural deaths uh, are subjected to uh, post-mortem. These are not just uh, mortuaries that hold people, uh, but these are uh, po- forensic uh, pathology laboratories that are also serving uh, uh, justice. MEC, um, a spokesperson for uh, Nahau, uh, Kaya Kaba, uh, I, I think made a very serious um, allegation that uh, they as workers are not um, qualified to perform post-mortems. So what does this mean? Have they been doing so all along? Um, I must say that uh, I have uh, listened to workers uh, myself on that matter and uh, also consulted uh, uh, the, the minister and the DG nationally as to what the situation has been uh, and uh, what is the understanding. Uh, my understanding is that uh, uh, this is the work that uh, the officers uh, have been doing uh, when they were in SAPS and they continued doing in the Department of Health uh, when the function was to transfer to the Department of Health. Uh, but uh, uh, to, I think let us say that uh, uh, this matter, uh, let it go to the bargaining uh, council for further discussion, for further clarification. But for now, the fact of the matter is that uh, families are negatively affected. Uh, let us uh, uh, be humane and uh, let us uh, uh, continue to do the work. And the second is the Department of Health. Uh, I instructed that those areas uh, that the workers are concerned about that we can resolve at the provincial level. We must resolve them. Uh, one of them is uh, but the OSD to the relative uh, scale. Uh, the OSD had actually, um, uh, many of our workers had reached a ceiling. They couldn't be promoted because of that. So changing that will ease uh, a lot of uh, the, the concerns around the, the issue of uh, remuneration. And then secondly, the issue of uh, the allowance We've also um, resolved that the quantum is already in the bargaining uh, council at the national level. It has already been tabled last week. And lastly, the issue of uh, protective clothes has effectively been implemented. So we have uh, met the workers halfway. I'm asking them to consider the needs of the community. But they are Uh, clear. They are clear, MEC that they will not do anything that is not in their job description, anything that they are not getting paid for. So I need to ask you, there goes the MEC, because the question now is whether the Department of Health in Gauteng actually has the capability to meet the demands of the union.